Welcome to 6,000 Feet Above. I'm your host, Randy Kendrick. This is episode 11 for Saturday, March 13th, 2021. And welcome in. We are smack dab in the middle of a winter storm right here in the Denver, Colorado area. One of the things they said was that it was going to start snowing late yesterday or last night, but we woke up this morning in just a little bit of drizzly rain. But uh, come mid-morning, the snow started falling. We've got big flakes coming down. Nothing really sticking to the pavement yet, but that will change overnight, and it is going to snow all night and all day tomorrow, according to the forecasters. So we will see how accurate that is. They have been predicting between 12 and 24 inches of snow here where we're located just southeast of Denver. So hopefully that will not go on the worst side of that. And we will have a little bit of snow that will help the drought, but uh, two feet, that's a bit much for me right now, but it's possible. We have no control over it. So we will just take whatever comes like we have to do. Anyhow, uh, we do have an email address that you can communicate with us at now, and that is 6,000above at gmail.com, 6000above at gmail.com. So write that down. Give us your feedback. You can record a message to us. Uh, You can just leave us an email message, ideas for the shows, suggestions of guests you'd like to see, topics you'd like to see, and any kind of feedback, uh, positive or in uh, room for improvement, we'll be happy to take all of those. We know there's certainly room for improvement as we move along in getting the podcast going. But uh, anyway, again, that is 6000 above at gmail.com, 6000 above. And this is the 6000 feet above podcast. And that is how high we are above the sea here. So that's a good name for this one, I think. In any case, I wanted to talk a little bit today again about the COVID vaccines and how that is going. I was reading in the Morning Brew newsletter this morning uh, that the U.S. hit a milestone of 100 million doses administered as of yesterday, and that is 13.5% of all U.S. adults fully vaccinated, meaning two doses of either the Moderna or the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine or the one shot of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And the seven-day average doses has been climbing, and that's up to 2.23 million, a 9% bump over the week before. So that is extremely good news. And, of course, the president has laid out some aggressive goals and said that maybe we'll be back to somewhat of a normalcy in the country by Independence Day. So let's certainly hope that does come true. Internationally, which is also just as important, is uh, improving as well, and that is Extremely important because even if we eradicate the virus in the U.S., as long as it's circulating around the world, it can continue to kill people and it can continue to evolve and get variations of the virus uh, that may be more deadly and more resistant to the vaccines we have. So we've got to get that under control worldwide. But the, the figures there are 345 million doses administered across 121 countries And that's a 27% increase over last week. So that is good news as well as this continues to roll out and uh, we see people being vaccinated. I have my second dose coming up in a couple of weeks of uh, Moderna and not looking forward to any side effects. But uh, if we get them, we'll tough through them because we need the vaccine and need to be fully vaccinated so we can get back together with friends and loved ones again and get this thing behind us. Uh, 20 
2020 and 2021 so far have been uh, very remarkable years. I know that people will be talking about this for at least the next century. And so we're living through historic times. And luckily, we have the science to combat this now and get vaccines out there in a very rapid pace. Now, there is one thing that's going on uh, with vaccines that is raising a moral and ethical question. And I can argue either side of this, and I would like to know what you think about it. But there is a, oh, I would say an international dispute about what to do with vaccines in the U.S. that have not been approved for use. Now, this is also from Morning Brew, but they're talking about uh, millions of unused doses of AstraZeneca's vaccine that are sitting in cold storage here in the United States, and they aren't being used because the U.S. has not authorized this particular vaccine. That's AstraZeneca again. And uh, so more than 70 countries, though, have authorized that particular vaccine. And so they've been asking us to please release those to them so they can use them. Uh, but they're meanwhile, they're in cold storage here in the United States. And even the manufacturer, AstraZeneca, has asked the administration to release those and uh, send them to the European Union. Uh, but the White House says, uh, no, that's not uh, open for discussion right now. And so the question really becomes, is it ethical to hold on to vaccines that we cannot administer at this point in time rather than releasing those to other countries to use? Or do we hold on to them and use those when it does get approved? And if it does get approved, and I suspect it probably will, but uh, right now we're holding on to uh, three, or we've actually ordered 300 million doses of that vaccine, uh, but the regulators are still waiting on data from the clinical trial stage before they begin authorizing that for use in the United States. So what do you think? Let me know. Again, that's 6,000above at gmail.com. Again, I can argue that it's uh, immoral and unethical for us to hold on to them right now and get them in people's arms and help uh, stem this around the world. Or is it best to hold on to them for domestic purposes and our own citizens? So that's that's a good question. What do you think? I'd sure like to know. And we'll be right back after this. Welcome back into the second segment of today's podcast. This is Randy Kendrick, and this is episode 11 of the 6,000 Feet Above podcast. And we were talking about vaccines, both domestically and internationally. And one of the things that they will do is also allow people to go back to the office, which I am surprised as many people want to. Well, maybe not, though. I mean, you're trying to work from home with all the distractions. If you're not disciplined, can be tough. Now, when I was working from home myself uh, under different uh, employers that I had in the past, uh, it was always like I was always at work. And no matter what time of day it was, I could think about something and that I, I needed to share, and I would go to the computer and fire off an email or do something. The work was just always there, and it was hard to get away from it. 
And that requires some discipline as well as trying to do the job with the distractions of pets and kids and homeschool and everything else going on during COVID. So this is something that people are wanting to do. They're wanting to go back to work. And I also saw in the news that people are missing their commute. That's kind of their down and alone time to do their thinking uh, between home and the office and then to clear their mind going home. And I can see that. I always do my best thinking when I'm by myself and can just uh, pay attention to traffic but still uh, be alone in my thoughts. So I do understand that. But uh, fighting traffic and the commute is not always so much fun. Uh, But the one thing that I noticed is an article, this one came from Occupational Health and Safety, and it's talking about workers wanting to return to the office, but that safety is their primary concern. And this this article states that the uh, results were quite illuminating because there's a difference between baby boom generation workers and others. So it said that the uh, millennials, 89%, want to return to the office. And only 80% of baby boomers felt the same. I guess baby boomers have had enough of the office and want to uh, continue working from home where possible. And I think that's one of the fundamental changes that will take place after COVID is gone. There will be more openness to remote workers and not having to even live in the same geographic location as your coworkers. Uh, I always worked great from home, although ideally I think it would be nice to be able to go into the office maybe once or twice a week and the rest of the time work from a home office if you're equipped to do so. And then there are so many jobs that aren't office jobs, uh, that service jobs that are uh, in need of people getting back to work. So the vaccines are going to allow that to happen, and uh, certainly I'm anxious to see that happen in a safe manner as well. Uh, on this survey, two-thirds of the workers said they would not be comfortable with in-person meetings unless everyone in attendance is six feet apart, and that's kind of an arbitrary number as well. And then uh, also the majority of workers, that was 71%, expected free hand sanitizer, company-provided masks, and their workplace to be socially distanced. And the trend away from enclosures and uh, tall cubes and offices towards pods and uh, uh, low walls and collaborative groups, which I think, in my opinion, really are just a a way that employers save money. (laughs) It's not anything to do with any of that. A lot of the people that work in pods actually are on the phone all day and working on their own projects and are not in a collaborative type of mode anyhow. Uh, So I think that is a specious argument, but it is one that uh, has helped fuel the, uh, the low walls and the no walls and uh, that kind of a uh, working environment. And so as uh, people get back to work, not only is COVID still around, but we will have future pandemics of that. You can be sure. And so uh, smart employers will find ways to make the workplace safer in general and not just as a response to COVID. So anyway, I think that's about it for today. I'm glad you joined us. If you have any thoughts about any of this or you have uh, a guest you'd like to see on the show or here on the show, or if you yourself have something interesting you'd like to come on and talk about, I would certainly welcome that. Um, again, the email address is 6000above, 6000above at gmail.com. So until the next time, we will see you then, and everyone have a great weekend. If you're in Colorado, stay warm. If you're anywhere else, (laughs) deal with whatever weather you've got.
Bye for now.